Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 104 which is 104 for all those white pasty people. Um, Jesus. This is our Drop Bear Gaming episode 104, and it is take two is uh, what's happening because, um, yeah, Matt and I recorded, but uh, Matt decided that it wasn't cool enough to record. So that was actually, wasn't there. it was a really good episode because we had just the greatest chat about video games. We did. It, it went it so fucking well. And then I listened to the recording and I could hear me in the left ear and my Spotify playing to itself in my right ear. So <laughs> I can hear me talking and I can just hear like hardcore gangster rap in my right ear phone. And I was like, shit. So for some reason, my recording app instead of taking audio from Skype, decided to use this Spotify app that was open, but not even playing. Like, it wasn't playing yeah. any output to the fucking headphones I was wearing. Anyway, I was going to post it anyway because it was awesome, because it was all me and music. <laughs> but uh, I thought, there's copyright issues, you know. By the way, yeah. my voice is fucked because I've been sick for like four weeks, which is another reason why we haven't recorded in so long. Well, I was going to actually introduce you as Barry White tonight, but uh, I thought that might be uh, <laughs> another problem. I've, I've been told I'm not allowed to try and make Matt laugh, but I just can't not because I'm just such a funny guy, you know, yeah, exactly. or something. Exactly. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so <laughs> we are going to be doing our um, Game of the Year episode. Um, we're going to be talking about at least our, our kind of top games at least. Um, not going to be the same format that it's been in the past five years. Um, and basically, you know, we're just going to go over the ones that we've played the most and loved the most, I suppose. So it may yeah. not even be top five or top three, but the ones that uh, actually did stand out. Because to be honest, um, I think it's been a bit of a funny year for gaming. Um, there's been some hella standouts, but there's also been a lot of shit. Um, and I was just joking a moment ago, but uh, I wrote my top game of the year to be No Man's Sky. <laughs> um, and that's a perfect example of something that you know we spoke about for a long time beforehand. We were so excited about it. It was something that was going to be game changing, and turned out to be massive letdown. Bucket of yeah, a bucket of dicks, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So yeah. normally our game of the year podcasts go like, let's talk about all the fucking games that came out this year. <laughs> And then pick mm. the best ones at the end. So we're not going to do that because it takes too goddamn long. Um, yeah. But uh, since we recorded an episode previously and it went really well, um, there was a game on there that I wanted to talk about uh, on this episode since we didn't fucking manage to post the last one. And that is Watch Dogs 2. So before we start on the Game of the Year stuff, I just want to quickly share my thoughts on Watch Dogs 2 because um, I played the first one as you would know if you've been listening for five years, and if you haven't, well, at least go back and listen to all the episodes. It's the least They're you around. could do. Yeah. That's a start. Yeah, it's the least you could do. And then donate, <laughs> and then donate too, because, like, I don't know, reasons. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I played... Already hustling. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm poor at the moment. There's so many fucking games coming out in 2017. Hopefully we can get to talking about them if I stop rambling. But, um... I need money for those games, okay, guys? Um, so, yeah, Watch Dogs 2, it's the return of the all the hacking mechanics and whatnot from Watch Dogs 1. I thought Watch Dogs 1 was really, really cool. I enjoyed it a lot. It had its problems, but um, for the first entry in the new IP, it was pretty good. I think it was let down by the fact that it had like a two-year lead time from when they announced it to when they finally put it out. Because, yeah. yeah, it was something like two years. They announced it, and everyone was like, wow, this is fucking awesome. And it took two years before it came out. 
So by the time it finally came out, people were like, for fuck's sake. And they were like, oh, this trailer is different to the first trailer you posted. Like, this fucking smoke effects are different. Is the game going to be completely shit and you've lied to us this whole time? So it was a Quick, bit of you better a- sell your shares. Yeah. No, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> we did talk about that on the last episode. <laughs> Tough pickies, guys. Um <laughs> So, yeah, it's got an open world. It's set in San Francisco. I think the last one was Chicago. Watch Dogs 1 was Chicago. So this one's San Francisco. Um, They've created the world pretty well. I've never been to San Francisco, but I assume they've done pretty well. They um, obviously (laughs) squished it all down into a a small version because otherwise it would take fucking forever to go all through the city. But they've included a bunch of uh, one of the sort of mini side game thingies in it is um, you can go around and take photos, selfies with your camera, your f- camera phone, in front of um, various, you know, tourist attractions and shit throughout the city that are all there in real life. So you can, um, you take a selfie and then it posts it to a social media thing in the game. Uh, so your in-game friends, the other characters in the game, can see it and comment on it and shit. And so this mini game is to like go around San Francisco to all the different um, tourist attractions and take photos of them. So you get to see San Francisco, which is pretty cool for people like me who cannot afford to travel. Um, the, the side characters, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, um, and it's not just tourist attractions. It's like interesting people as well. Like there's a guy dressed up as a donut up outside a donut shop and you've got to take a photo with him. But then you can go to... Cool. Um, What's that fucking that prison called? <laughs> you know, Alcatraz. Alcatraz. That one. You can go there. There's yeah. a bunch of missions there. It also has yacht races, drone races, fucking um, dirt bike races in the wilderness. All like, there's so much to do in this fucking game. It's unreal. Um, but uh, yeah, the char- as for the characters, the main character is Marcus. Um, yeah, so Marcus is a little bit different to Aiden Pierce from Watch Dogs 1, who was like on a mission for revenge to try and kill as many fucking people as possible or something. It was a bit of a weird story. Um, and on this one, Marcus is a bit more fun-loving. He's kind of relatable um, in that he wants what's best for society and you know he's trying to hack for good, you know? Hashtag hack the planet. Uh, and the side characters that you make friends with um, they're all pretty interesting. There's a there's a character who's from Watch Dogs One who makes an appearance. Actually, Aiden Pierce makes a cameo in a side mission. You like rescue him, but he never talks. You just see him through a camera. Um, but anyway, uh, there's like hmm. a guy with a fucking electronic mask who the eye eyes change. There's like a LED screen over the eyes, and it changes to different symbols and shit for how he's feeling. It's bizarre, but the characters are actually quite interesting and it's fun and their banter is really fun. You know, um, just random discussions throughout the game. Um, it actually took me a while to get into it at first because the, the controls are... They're a little bit hard to pick up because there's so much fucking around. Like, you're used to picking up a game that's an open-world game and you have your standard controls. Basically, the original, like, GTA controls. And most games yep. tend to just copy those controls. But obviously, when you put in the hacking mechanics, it it has, it has to change the configuration of your controller because you've got to figure out how to fucking hack things while you're driving, while you're shooting, and all that kind of stuff. So it took me a little while to get into the game. But um, one, of the, one of my favorite things about Watch Dogs 2 is the multiplayer, which is... Basically the same as Watch Dogs 1 where random people can get dropped into your game and they have to try and hack you or you have to try it. You get dropped into their game, you try to hack them and then whoever's getting hacked has to try and find the hacker. They've also added in um, where if there's like a bounty hunter mode where if you get the cops up against you, high enough amount of like aggro with the cops, other players can get dropped into your game to try and take you down to help the cops take you down. And then if you if they're really like if the person you're hunting is really bad, there might be a few different people. And then there's um co-op missions as well as the uh, bounty hunter mode. So what happened was uh I was playing it 
and I was still kind of be like if and an ah and about whether or not I liked the game. And then I did a bounty hunter thing. I was like just driving around and it pops up going, there's a bounty hunter mission nearby. So you don't have to press anything. You just drive to it and it's there in your world already. And um, I ended up taking the guy out, but there was a couple of other guys who were like friendly to me. And one of them just jumped in my car and I was like, whatever. So we ended up just driving around, not talking to each other on microphones or anything, <clears throat> but just driving around for like an hour, just like, oh, we'd see a co-op mission and just go over and do it. Or we'd see a collectible pop up on our mini map and we'd go over and like try to figure out how to get to it, solve the puzzle without any microphones or anything, just like hanging out. And it was fucking unreal fun. And, like, the whole time we're playing, they'd be like, oh, there's a bounty hunter mission nearby. So we'd just, like, both go over and start trying to take out the bad guys and shit like that. And um, it kind of reminded me. That sounds kind of cool. I like that. Yeah, it's a little bit like Journey, how you have the co-op in Journey. I mean, it's completely different to Journey. But you know what I mean? Where you have no way to communicate. Like that soft multiplayer yeah, just like without being out of... I mean, I guess that you probably can have a microphone. I fucking didn't delve into the multiplayer that much to know if I could talk to complete fucking strangers. But um, not that I want to. But yeah, you know that kind of working things out with someone when you have no way to communicate with them? And just having fucking insane fun. It was really, really fun. And after that, I was like, this game is fucking awesome. And as soon as that happened... I started appreciating everything else about the game. And by the time I finished it, I was like, fuck, I wish there was more to that game. So, yeah. Um, the story is really, really good. Uh, and, uh, yeah. I reckon you what should... What would you rate it? Oh, fucking four and a half out of five. Four out of five. I don't know. Go get it. <laughs> if you like, If you like open world games, if you played Watch Dogs 1 and you liked it, or you were like, yeah, this is all right, but it could be better, definitely get Watch Dogs 2 because it is leaps and bounds better than Watch Dogs 1. So mm. there you go. I didn't, play, I didn't play Watch Dogs 1. I'd seen gameplay of it, but I, I knew it wasn't for me. Would you say that you would have to play Watch Dogs 1? No, or do you think not this at all. is one that you could just jump straight into? Yeah, you can jump straight into it. Because um, okay. like I said, the main character from Watch Dogs 1 he gets mentioned a few times and um, there's a character who, I can't remember what his fucking name is, um, but there's like a main character in Watch Dogs 1 who's like a support character, who's this hacker who's on the run from Bloom Technology or whatever they're called and um, he's a pretty major player in the game, in like the storyline. He is in Watch Dogs 2 as a semi-main, like about halfway through the game, he becomes, he joins in the story and then he's a major character for the whole rest of the game. So, um, like, if you've played Watch Dogs 1, you would know that character and know what he's like, and you would know Aiden Pierce. and when they mentioned the incident in Chicago and shit like that, you would know what they're talking about. But you don't necessarily have to have played Watch Dogs 1. You can just jump into it. And, like, they introduced that character, uh, T-Bone's his name, they introduce him well enough in Watch Dogs 2 that you don't need to fucking know him from Watch Dogs 1. So, yeah, and all the, they're like the only two characters. Aiden Pierce, who you see like once through a camera and gets mentioned maybe three or four times. And T-Bone, who's in the story for like half the game. Okay. But yeah, so... I mean, the hacking mechanics and stuff work the same in this as they did in Watch Dogs 1. So if you played the first one, you probably pick up the controls a little bit quicker. But then again, it's not exactly like a brain buster of a fucking game to control. I'm just shit. <laughs> so there you go. That's Watch Dogs 2. Fuck yeah. Yeah. All right. So we can get on to the uh, game of the year now, I guess. Yeah. Well, as you said, Susie, you haven't um, you've been playing a lot of games this year. No. Um, but I agree with the with what you said before that it's it's been an interesting year for game releases. Um, certainly, you know, not too long ago, having um, I'm not sure what the you know console stores were like in Australia at the time, but you know over here after Thanksgiving and Christmas and all the holiday sales, you know everything comes down pretty damn cheap. 
yeah. uh, even new release titles, yeah. um, which was why I picked up Gears of uh, got Gears for almost fifty percent off, and it had only been out for about two weeks. Mm, wow. So yeah, um, so even just going through what was on sale and everything else like that, the releases of twenty sixteen, there weren't too many that really did much for me. No, no, I totally you know, agree because it was the same for me. Like you, you did. There was games that were promised to be amazing, mm. and just when they came out they weren't met with the same kind of enthusiasm. So no. it was a bit of a flop. Well, it's weird as well. Like, I mean, in the past few years, I've always played the games that have been called Game of the Year by all the other outlets, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And this year, like, I played the prologue, basically, of Doom and never got around to playing the rest of it, which is really annoys me because I gave the game back to my sister. <laughs> But like, <laughs> I, I everyone is saying that it's between Overwatch and Doom this year, and I never played yeah. Overwatch, even though I wanted to. I never got around to picking it up, um, and I never I played the prologue of Doom and never really gave it a chance. So mm-hmm. you know, but mm. on the flip side, like I forgot half the games that I played this year. You know, I googled what games came out in 2016, and the first one that popped up was the fucking Division, which came out in March. Yeah. And I played like 200 plus hours of that fucking game. So, you know, Mm. like I've got my three games or whatever that I've picked. I'm not really happy saying any of them deserve game of the year, to be honest. They're just the games that I've played that I like the most. Um, Should we get started enlisting them or? Sure. Yeah, may as well. Susie, you can go first. My game of the year is Doom. Hands down. It's one of the best video games I've probably ever played. Um, Current generation. I mean, even even if they had something similar to that, you know, old gen, I would have loved it. But I just, there's so much to describe about it. And I I did um, my blind playthrough of it on Twitch, and I had a ball doing it. Um, It was good. It was a good game. It was a fucking awesome video game, and I loved it. Like, it actually felt like playing a video game. Like, you know, the graphics are amazing, but it's not like, oh, this is so realistic. Well, I mean, it's not because it's fucking Doom. But the atmosphere, the violence, everything, it was just They've had 20-odd years to make it what it was. Mm. And, you know, the, the reason it had to be as good as it is is because a lot of people that actually play games nowadays that's all they had doom and yeah. wolfenstein and then quake yeah and that's kind I mean, of that's, all that's what was. i had yeah <laughs> what about and Duke if they Nukem, fucked it up could you imagine yeah true yeah, yeah but fucked they, up the duke nukem pretty bad game, they fucked up. Yeah. yeah that's what i'm yeah, saying like there's been like five yeah. doom games hasn't there or at least five yeah um I think this it was, was there, thereabouts. Yeah, yeah, it's been about five. There's been a few Doom games. Um, but, yeah, this one, like, I was going to ask Chad, our old friend of the show, Chad, to uh, hop on the Game of the, uh, game of the Year episode with us. His Game of the Year is definitely Doom as well. He, I was talking to him when he was in Brisbane mm-hmm. over New Year's, and, yeah, man, he is. he was gushing about it, and it's been fucking ages since he finished it. So, mm. um, yeah. It's it's my um, it's my kind of go to game as well, and this is this is one thing that I like about it is that if I'm sort of restless with what to play and I don't know what to do, and you know, I I just go to Doom. <laughs> yeah. I just I just load it up and run around and is that in and... single player or multiplayer? Yeah, I haven't spent too like the multiplayer on it is it's pretty campy. You know, like you don't, you don't really play Doom to play the multiplayer on it. Yeah, that's true. In, so, in my opinion, anyway, like for me, it's it's just it's just like the old days of playing Doom. Yeah, so you've there played is through um, it. You've done it. There is a, a bit of replayability with it, though. Yeah, and you know, with the snap maps and things getting published, and um, 
you know, going on there. You can, I mean, if you really wanted to, you could build your own levels. If you really want to get industrious about stuff, Fuck I yeah. haven't done it. Well, um, yeah, I, I don't buy into that shit. I just play the games. <laughs> but, <laughs> it is, so. but it is kind of cool actually going in and playing, you know, published content that other people have done, you know, especially mm. with the old, old Doom levels that you can come back and play, especially yeah. because, you know, they've got the, the current FPS settings. Um, because you know, back in the day, it was just the arrow keys and the space bar. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, it's twenty three bucks at EB Games at the moment on special. It is, which yeah, is. Yeah, I nearly picked it up. Bad. I nearly picked it up for the console because I have it on um, on Steam. And initially, when it first came out, um, they kind of I don't know got fucked up with the um, the titan black that i've got the the graphics card and it kept crashing and um yeah it kind of annoyed me so initially i had a few issues with it but then a few patches later it got fixed and then i played the shit out of it so yeah enjoyed the hell out of it 25 bucks on the playstation store until the 21st of january as well so it's It's like a fucking bargain everywhere for a game that is many people's game of the year Mm mm-hmm yeah worth it Definitely not my game of the year, though. Um, a game that I've been gushing about all year um, is definitely Overwatch. Um, well, since it came out, anyway. Um, definitely, and it's hard to say hands down, but it's probably the game that I get the most out of at any time at the moment. Yeah. And I can always go to it, um, and I just love it. It has everything that I need in a quick computer game, and that's perfect. You know, it's um, you know, like we were saying, was it either on the last one that did get published or the one that you recorded Skype? I mean, uh, Spotify over me. Yeah. Um, Overwatch is to me absolutely perfect. You can jump in when you've got fifteen minutes, play a game or two, get off. You don't have to remember any story. You don't have to give a shit about anything. You know, you you've got the choice of you know, so many different character types. Um, you know, it's it's a very very well made game. Maps are really good, um, and just a basic kind of story mode. Yeah, I mean not story mode, but a, a basic kind of game mode, which is either capture the flag or that's probably um no there's not even really domination no like you you've either got capture the flag or escort the payload and that's it oh yeah and it is absolutely perfect like the balancing in the game is so well done blizzard are just fucking wizards they really are they they really <laughs> the they blizzard wizard strike the again. Yeah. <laughs> they, it's incredible, and I I can only imagine how much time they actually spend listening to gamers and playing the game themselves, you know, and just trying to get as much feedback as possible because they'll they'll go and like boost someone's ability because everyone's complaining about it being nerfed or something. And then it goes slightly too far, so then they turn it back down again. And it happens within like a few days. It's incredible. They don't fuck around at all. They want the game to be perfect for everybody. And you can go in, you can just pick up any character, and the button configurations are exactly the same. Um, you know, nothing changes. It's just their abilities and the way they execute them and the speed of the characters or, you know, the, the kind of focus that character has in the game. And it's perfect. I love it. Everything about it is so much fun. It's good, it's good to jump in as a single game and it's even better to jump in with a team. So I've, I think Overwatch has it's set a new bar when it comes to, um, you know, any kind of team-focused shoot 'em up Yeah. Really, really good. So I, that's definitely my game of the year. Nice. Well, if we're going to talk about shooters, I mean, Susie's got Doom. You've got Overwatch, Luke. I've got yeah. Battlefield 1. Um, mm. I've got a group of friends 
uh, on a Facebook Messenger group who play every Monday um, and then whatever other day we can organize to all jump on. And that game with a squad of people who all are talking to each other and know what they want to do is fucking phenomenal. Even when your kill-death ratio is like 3 to 15 and you're just getting fucked up, it's fucking fun. And, you know, you dominate the fucking table. Even I've been second MVP with a KD of like five kills and fucking 15 deaths. From Fuck playing, yeah, PTFO. Yeah, playing an objective. And it's just so much fun. It's fucking unreal fun. And the World War One setting is like my jam. So it's, <laughs> it's fucking awesome. I love it. I'm not going to talk as much about it because we only talked about it recently. But, um, yeah, mm. I don't know if that's my game of the year. Like I said, I picked top three games for us, like we were going to talk about our top three. You guys have gone straight to game of the year. Um, <laughs> I don't have a game of the year, I don't think. Like I put first, I put Uncharted 4. But I don't really th- – I mean, that was a fucking great game, but I don't think it deserves game of the year. Um, and I well, can say that without playing – it, no. For a story game, it is, it's taken the cake for me. It, it's the most... I don't even think precise. it was the best Uncharted game. I don't even think it was the second best Uncharted game. Wow. Uncharted 2 was the best. Uncharted 4 was a, a fucking awesome game, but the pacing was off in too many places, um, and that just fucking ruins it. You know what I mean? Like, Uncharted mm. 2 flows fucking perfectly. It's fun to play. Yeah. No worries. Uncharted 4 has a lot of set pieces that were fucking incredible. Like um, the gameplay that they showed at E3 where the PS4 froze up and they had to restart it. Oh, all yeah. Time. Yeah. Uh-huh. That bit where they're like chase in the, uh, in the four-wheel in the drive buggy. being chased by a tank yeah. through the city. Yeah. That whole section of the game is fucking awesome. And then to have that big open world area part of it as well was completely different for an Uncharted game and that was really cool that they went there. But um it just it had a lot of weak points as well. Um and so like I don't think it was the best uncharted. Um I think it had a lot of fan service, which was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like don't get me wrong, I'm talking shit about it, but I fucking love Uncharted and I loved Uncharted Four. But I don't think it's worthy of game of the year. Um I think it's up there. But yeah. Well, the only other game for me, story-based in that kind of way, that that really made me want to play it. I mean, I I really wanted to play Uncharted because it's Uncharted, and I fucking loved Uncharted ever since the first one. Yeah, exactly. It's probably one of the best standouts of my gaming lifetime so far has been the Uncharted series. Well, that series um, would be like my top for the year because the fucking collection, that remaster of the first three came out this year as well. So I played yeah, like too. Uncharted yeah. 1, 2, 3, and 4 in 2016, which makes it a great mm. fucking year. I mean, Trump, yeah, got, yeah. Trump got elected, but I played all four Uncharted games. So, you know. Whatever. <laughs> well, the only other ones that, the only, the only other one that really made an effect on me at all was um, uh, Quantum Break. And I enjoyed that for the mechanics of it I thought were good. The animation was fucking unbelievable in that game. Um, you know, the, the, uh, motion capture and the likenesses and all that kind of stuff was just so incredible in that game. And story wise, it was a bit weak in parts. Um, but it tried to tie it all together in the storytelling. And I guess, because I didn't actually get to sit down and play it from start to finish in one go, there was a few gaps, you know, having to work and all that kind of stupid shit. Goddamn um, life. Yeah, exactly. Getting in the way of my games all the time. Um, yeah, there's probably some bits that were a bit fuzzy that I didn't connect the dots. Um, so, you know, I may have let that down a little bit in just having to do other shit. But, uh, yeah. Still a fantastic game. Um, probably for me, it's been the highlight of having um, my Xbox this year. And, you know, same for Uncharted 4 was the highlight of probably having the PlayStation 4 for me this year. 
Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, that's those two are pretty big ones. My Xbox is just a fucking Netflix box at the moment. Net, Netflix <laughs> and Plex. Yeah, that's pretty much what mine gets just hammered with yeah. all the time. And and I bought um, uh, a couple of 4K movies. So I watched... Um, all in one media center. Well, that's it. They finally nailed it. Um, yeah, I got uh, Suicide Squad mm-hmm. in 4K. Doesn't that fucking connect though, does it? Sick. So it's not all in one. Well, pretty much. <laughs> Where's Same your goddamn voice? Where's your fucking voice controls? How come you can't wave? You can't even wave at your TV. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I can wave at my TV. It just doesn't wave back. <laughs> Why won't you love me? Hello, TV. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't played Quantum Break yet, but it does look pretty good. Yeah. It is an amazing game. It It, it is actually a fucking good game. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, I suppose my other one that, I'm kind of glad they fixed in this year's update was FIFA 17. Um, Man, I've played this, hardly any FIFA this year. Well, I, I actually went and I have played a shitload of it. You know, it's kind of the game that um, I forced myself to play through that story mode. Oh, yeah, I played uh, through the journey. The journey was pretty good. I'll give it that. Yeah, yeah it I've, was nice to have a FIFA game with... More than just sitting down and playing FIFA. Yeah. It felt... It's a reason. I reckon the the journey could have been better. I mean, it oh, was definitely. super fucking scripted. Like, no matter what you did, it played out the exact same. And I'm I'm curious to know if the games were kind of weighted as well. Like, for you to win certain games and lose certain games... You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it felt a bit like it. It honestly did. Not so much towards the end of the game, like t- towards the end of the story mode, but definitely at the beginning. I had mm. it on like semi-pro and some of the fucking games were nowhere near semi-pro. They were fucking way harder. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. That kind of put me off a little bit. But yeah, FIFA's like always awesome. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there has been, well, last year, FIFA 16 really didn't do anything for me. And I barely played it. Bought it day one and kind of could give or take from day two. <laughs> so, you know, that was a bit of a, a uh, kick in the guts for somebody who, you know, if anybody's listened to any episodes of this, knows how much I love FIFA. Yeah. Totally. And that was a big letdown. Big letdown at that point. But, yeah, um, I suppose, uh, you know, apart from that, those those are, like, big games. They yeah. really are. They're the, the big games of the year. I mean, I already um, mentioned the, the Division. Plays. I already mentioned yeah. the Division at the start. That was That's probably the game I played the most of this year, um, that and The Witcher 3, which was not a fucking 2016 game. So whatever. No, there was but, only yeah. one DLC this year as well for that one there. Um. Yeah, I think so. Uh, that was the final DLC, though. But it was a fucking big one. Yeah. That was yeah, that was one of my favorite DLCs of all time, if that counts. But yeah, yeah the Division... Right. I thought the Division was really, really good. I'm kind of... I always consider going back to it, but it's the same as Destiny. It's like, no one I know is playing it anymore. And to get back into it, you have to buy all the fucking DLC. Because what's the point of jumping in and playing without the DLC at this point? It's the mm. same with Battlefront. Like... I'm tempted now because the season pass is finally on fucking sale. But at the same time, it's like, who the fuck's on there playing it that I know? No one. And what's the fucking point? You buy four DLC Mm. packs and everyone's only playing the fourth one. (laughs) They're already done with the first three, so whatever. But um, we're talking about Mm. 2016 games. Fuck it. The Division, I thought, was really good. I thought it was fun. I thought the maps were, the map was really good. Um, there could have been a bit more to the story. Replaying missions every day was fucking pretty irritating, but Destiny did the same thing, and we played that for fucking 200-plus hours as well. <laughs> exactly. So it, must, it must be a fucking yeah. working like mm. strategy for a fucking online game. Um, well, that's right. And, and it, I've put that down as a you know, probably a um, you know, tie for Quantum Break and FIFA. 
yeah. in, in my list because I played a shitload of it as well. Um, I think I finished or very nearly finished the actual main story. Um, I just kind of got to the point at one, like towards the end where I was being too distracted and too much was going on in my life and I just couldn't get the time to sit down and play it. But I really, really enjoyed that game. It was very, very good. Yeah. And that was Um, another one that was like super fun to play with friends. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was a fair few of us that had it. So, you know, we enjoyed that. Um, Probably my honorable mention, um, and I just don't want to forget to say this one, um, it took me a little while to actually really finish the game. Um, but uh, the inside. Um, just inside, right? Oh, in, not the inside, yeah, sorry, inside. <laughs> um, Is fucking... that the one that's bundled with Limbo? Yeah, it's from the yes. creator of Limbo. Gotcha, yeah. okay. Yeah. Apparently it's really and fucking good. I played like an hour amazing. of it. It was pretty yeah. awesome. It was. It's definitely got that limbo vibe to it. Crazy fucking silly sick storyline that makes no fucking sense for nearly all of it, and then it finishes and it makes absolutely no fucking sense at all. <laughs> but holy shit, it was so good. It was just like a, a platform puzzler kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and the puzzles weren't even really that difficult. Um. You know, it was kind of like a lot of figuring out counterweights and, uh, you know, pulling levers to open doors and, you know, all that kind of shit. Um, And there was never really a point where it was so hard that it was too hard to figure out. Um, But it it was so atmospherical. It was so beautiful, even though the graphics were really dark and gruesome and really kind of basic um but just so uh drawing i suppose like it really pulled you into the game it was so well done it's very much like limbo in that way where the art style is not not specifically that advanced but it's like fucking amazing and just Mm. draws you in and you get that sort of tension from the game yeah yeah, very much so. And yeah. there wasn't even that many tense moments in the game, to be completely honest. Like, there's not, there's a couple of points where, you know, you, well, all it takes is for you to be noticed and you die. Yeah. It's kind of like that. You know, but like, it's just like, if you're not in more, the shadows when something happens, yeah. you get killed. Rather than like tension leading to jump scares, it's more like just that sort of looming feeling. Like, people who suffer yeah. from anxiety would be just like on the ground in the fetal position. You know? Yeah, pretty much. Because yeah. it's it's not like, oh shit, there's something around the corner. It's just like this overarching feeling of like darkness or, or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, like it's always there. The darkness is there yeah. and it's you're not going to escape that you're it. In. And that's what I really yeah. like about those guys. They fucking make games that make you feel the way you they want you to fucking feel. And that's a mm. sign of really good game design. And so it is, yeah, yeah, yeah and I've, it doesn't let up. It doesn't let up the whole way through that game, yeah. and that was pretty amazing for me. I definitely uh, would agree for an honorable, honorable mention for Inside. Yeah. Um, um, also, on an interesting fact as well, um, and only because I just read this, um, <laughs> but my game of the year last year was Rocket League. Um, that was the highest selling game of the year, or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the highest-selling PSN game of 2016. Which is bizarre Which, because it was fucking free in 2015. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and this year they added, like, the cross-platform across PC, Xbox, and PSN. So it was all three are online and playing at the same time. Um, and there's still a fucking lot of people playing that game. And Great it's game. nearly two years old. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it goes to show how accurate my game of the year prediction, you know, or, you know, was for last year. So, cop that. Cop that. I actually recently got into it. It's great it's fun. Special. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's tricky. Mm, it it's, is. You really have to just 
it's not mind-numbing gaming like I, I thought it was going to be, I yeah. think. It's yeah. fucking <laughs> super fun and addictive it's as fuck, good. too. Oh, it is. Yeah. That's so, definitely yeah. the big thing. Yeah. Like, once you get into it, you get a bit of a hang of it, and all of a sudden, you're just hooked. And then there's other people you come across, and they just kick your ass, and you're like, how the fuck are you that good at <laughs> this game? And then yeah. you just have to keep playing because you want to get better. And for a game where you're driving a car, hitting a ball into a fucking socket you know, net, yeah. it's mm. kind of really well done. They, <laughs> they made a great game. Yeah, so. fuck yeah. Well, my honourable mention is um, Watch Dogs 2, and I'll probably give one to Mafia 3 as well. I mean, both were from the yeah, tail end like of the year, actually. but they were both really fun games. Mafia 3, I thought, was really fucking good, the story. I mean, I talked about it on the last episode, I'm pretty sure, so whatever. Um, you have just started playing Dishonored 2, so I guess we'll talk about that next week. A lot of people are calling that their game of the year, so yes, it'd be interesting yeah. to hear your thoughts I've on that. I, it's great. It really is so far. Like, I've played a fair fair bit of it already. Um, really enjoying it, but... It um, it seems sloppy. I don't know what it is. Um, and I loved the first Dishonored. I can't remember it being quite as sloppy in its um, mechanics. So yeah. maybe that's just because it's, it's been a while. I don't know. Could be. Um, Give it a bit more time yeah. and we'll see how you, how you feel about it next time. Yeah. Um, and I just bought Doom on the PlayStation. Nice, nice. <laughs> Actually, I didn't. I haven't. I've just put it in my uh, um, basket. In so I think the I'm basket on the Xbox as well. Yeah, I mean, I oh, yeah. I would get that if I had any fucking money. I don't even have twenty three bucks. Anyway, enough winching. <laughs> the, ga- the games we're looking forward to in twenty seventeen. We've got like a ten minute ten minutes left of this episode, so let's. Uh, Let's jump into fucking what games we're looking forward to in 2017 because, man, oh, man, there is some fucking premium games coming out in 2017. No Man's Sky 2. <laughs> I think they'll just keep <laughs> patching that and, and making it better and better. I reckon by and the end of 2017, No Man's Sky, like, I'm interested to see how it is now after the last update, which was major. Um, same as, like, mm. The Last Guardian. Apparently, the, they just patched it and tightened up the cameras and shit. So, like, my main complaint about that we on the last one we recorded, which fucked out, um, I said I've been playing it, and the the cameras are just fucked. So, um, mm. like, I need to try to get back into that and, and share my thoughts on the next episode. But um, No Man's Sky, I'm pretty sure they're just going to keep up updating it and making it better and better, because it's a fucking awesome... Like, when we played it, we could see the potential there and the framework like it is the framework for an amazing game it's just missing all the amazing bits yeah exactly so yeah but um specifically games that are coming out in 2017 i've made a list of them here can you guys see this list on the on the agenda um pick one pick your fucking most the one you're most excited about for honor ghost recon wildlands man (laughs) for honor (laughs) For Honor and Ghost Recon Wildlands, both Ubisoft games, both look fucking awesome. Ghost Recon yeah, Wildlands. Yeah. By the way, have you seen their live-action trailer for that? They just put out a live-action trailer called the Red Dot trailer. And it's like... I have not. It's, it's live-action of a sniper looking into a building, and there's a cat, and the cat starts chasing the fucking laser point. <laughs> and then he shoots three dudes at the fucking table and the cat is just like sitting there next to a table with three dead dudes at it licking its paws or some shit at the end and he's like oh, wow. and the guy with the sniper rifle was like meow <laughs> <laughs> it's, I watched it I was like that's cool as fuck but also what the fuck why why yeah. would you do that but um yeah man the gameplay why would footage... you just get the cat to attack their faces <laughs> yes <laughs> exactly and it's the same thing like the fucking laser point finally settles on a guy's head and the other two guys at the table see it and they just sit stunned looking at it like oh there's a red dot on your fucking head not like <laughs> fucking run away and hide yeah exactly anyway 
Um, yeah, the gameplay. Have you guys, I mean, I assume you've seen gameplay, Susie, if you're saying that's the one you're most excited about. Yeah. No, it looks it looks fucking cool. It looks awesome. And I'm pretty sure, like, four players, it's got to be four-player co-op, right? Like, I, I believe so, yeah. I think four, it is. Yeah, there's four characters in, like, this yeah. squad or whatever. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I haven't seen that it's four players, but I would imagine they will because it's obviously yeah, that they style have, of game. They have the technology. They can build it. Um, the, and we will come. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that'd be. I reckon that'd be super fun to play with other people. Um, and for Honor. It, it looks like it'd be good. Yeah, definitely. For Honor's coming out on fucking Valentine's Day. Oh, even yeah. better. But um, that's going to wreck some Valentine's days. Another thing we mentioned on the last <laughs> podcast that is not not a podcast. Uh, the there was a invitation for a beta for For Honor. You may, I'm pretty sure the beta hasn't happened yet. So if you're interested, just Google For Honor beta and um, sign up because then you can have a try of it before it comes out. Hmm. Yeah, and um, that's pretty cool. Well, oh, oh my god, it's a hundred dollars to buy Doom on the Xbox. <laughs> that's not oh, fucking that surprising, happened. is it? Really? Yeah. That ain't happening. They don't really do sales on Xbox. Yes. Like, not... I got it for 20 bucks. Yeah, I can buy it on disc for 20 bucks, but if I buy it through the store, I think... I I don't don't know. Maybe I'm in the wrong fucking place. Maybe I should just kill myself. Because I don't even know how to use the internet. That's fucking crazy. Well, I'm going to fucking cheat the system because we've got five minutes left, so I'm going to talk about the games that I'm excited about in 2017. <laughs> Mass Effect Andromeda, they just fucking announced, like, that game looks sick as fuck. There's a gameplay There's gameplay footage out now that you can go and look at. It looks fucking awesome. Yeah. They just announced it it's coming out March 21st this year, so in, like, two months' time. Mm. They're just like, hey, by the way, the game's coming out in two fucking months. Awesome. Cannot wait for Mass Effect. That game is awesome. I mean, that series is awesome, and I'm hoping, really fucking hoping, that that game is like continues the uh, tradition of being amazing. It looks like it from that trailer. Yeah, it looks pretty amazing. It looks pretty awesome, and like the, it seems like the team really, really love that franchise and that's kind of it's like when you listen to the people from Naughty Dog talk about Uncharted or The Last of Us you know they are like so passionate about what they're creating that they want Mm. it to just be the best and Bioware and fucking EA have so much money that they can Bioware basically can go like just hold up we don't want to put this out yet because it's not ready and EA would be Mm. like yes no worries Yes. We'll just We're put not out, worthy. We'll just put out another Star Wars game. <laughs> Quick, make one. 20 minutes. <laughs> um, but yeah, un- Uncharted, they announced at the <laughs> PlayStation Experience uh, in December or whenever that was, they announced an Uncharted game where the main characters are uh, Chloe and whatever that other chick, the bad chick from Uncharted 4. Uh, the, yeah, I can't remember her name. They're the two yeah. main characters, so there's no more Nathan Drake or Elena or, or the rest of them, Sully, none of those guys. It's uh, mm. So it's separate from the Uncharted series, but it's with those two characters. So it should, I mean, again, Naughty Dog are fucking awesome, so hopefully it'll be really good. They also announced The Last of Us 2, but I don't think that's going to be out this year. I think that's probably more likely to be 2018. Um, yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2 got announced and is going to probably... They normally release their games like May, June, July. Rockstar. Mm-hmm. So I assume that around there, yeah, sometime. Um, could be any... Man, they could release a game at any fucking point and it will outsell yeah, every against, other game. Yeah, against anything. Yeah, yeah. and that's the thing. Like, what was, they, they what normally, was the last game they brought out? GTA Five. It was, wasn't yeah, it? That yeah. was fucking mm-hmm. ages ago. Yeah, but they, they've been focusing on GTA Online. But now, like, all of a sudden, Red Dead Redemption 2 is here. And I'm sure that'll be incredible. Um, mm. Fighting game Injustice 2 comes out in May. Super fucking stoked for that because in, in Injustice 1 
was so good and from the creators of Mortal Kombat. So it's going to be an awesome, gory... Well, it probably won't be gory because Injustice wasn't very gory because superheroes, yeah, but game. super fun to play. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And yeah. Knack 2. <laughs> yeah. Because Knack was really one, good. Um, actually, there's one it's game. Great game. There's a game that I just read about, and I'm, I know we're running out of time here. I'm just going to quickly mention. It's called Torment Tides of Numenera. And it's uh, an RPG, which looks a lot like a PC RPG, but it's coming out for PS4 and Xbox One as well in at the end of February. It's a spiritual successor to Plan- Planescape Torment, which was mm. like from like the late 90s. It was a... Wow, uh, yeah, that's It was a... Basically, like a Baldur's Gate clone type game set in mm. this Planescape world, and it was like the fucking greatest RPG ever made. Yeah. So yeah. that's a spiritual successor coming out, which I'm pretty excited about. I mean, it's probably not going to be graphically that great, but in terms of story and the world that they create, if it's anything like Planescape Torment, it's going to be fucking awesome. And, uh, yeah, the last thing, I guess, is the Nintendo Switch console is coming out this year in March. Does anyone have mm. any thoughts about that thing? Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. That's my thoughts on it. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> Nintendo, I'm not too sure. Nintendo fucking are dead to me, to be honest. I think they've, they've had hit and miss too much. They've had, yeah, they've had, what, three games that have been any good in the last 20 years? Maybe not 20. Well, um, let's say at least 10 years. The Wii did exceptionally well. So It did. Like, In kudos to them. Homes, it was a, oh, a huge hit. Kids loved it. Everyone fucking loved the Wii, man. Like, yeah, the games I played were, a lot of basketball on the Wii. The games weren't like AAA shit, but it was a much-loved system. It sold well. They also make the 3DS, which is awesome. Um but yeah. I don't know, man. The Switch looks really cool, and I think it has potential, but if it's not as powerful as the fucking PS4 and Xbox One, then it's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. And they have They're trying whole, to go for another gimmicky thing that yeah. uh, you know, is going to either hit or miss, and to be honest, their last the U, Wii U missed massively. Yeah. And why wouldn't you just go out there and go, all right, let's get stable. And then, you know, but instead they're going, okay, well, let's try something else again. Well, because they've got and enough money from the, the 3DS to be able to do whatever the fuck they want. You know what I mean? They're still like yeah, rolling in cash. They've probably yeah. still got Wii money. Probably. Because so, that thing, they did exceptionally well with the marketing of the Wii. But the Nintendo Switch, it looks a lot like the Wii U. Um, mm. like a controller that you can take away, except the Wii U, you couldn't take it away. So that yeah. was fucking pointless. But it was basically like them stepping from, they're trying to join together the Wii and the DS. Hmm. Because their the handheld is so fucking good, like, and sells well and people love it. So they wanted to try and bring the handheld and the home console and mix them together. The Wii U was like a step towards that, and now it seems like the the Switch is a real, hopefully, a realization of that for them, and hopefully, it works well for them. I guess it all depends on the battery life of the controller and all the other shit. To you know, I mean, it's a risky business, the console business, isn't it? That's why the Xbox mm-hmm. One and PS4 are basically the exact same system now in terms of specs. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Because you go the safer yeah. route, right? And Nintendo want to be different. So, I mean, all the best to them. We love video games, right? So we want video game companies to succeed and, you know, push innovation. So hopefully 2017 is a year for innovation in gaming. Yeah, like VR. VR. I still haven't talked about PlayStation VR on here either. Maybe I'll talk about that on the next episode. It's going to be a bumper episode, kids. Hang on to your hats. Oh, shit. <laughs> you may even get motion sickness. Oi, have you seen Movie World has a fucking ride where you wear a VR headset now? Yeah, and sit on a ride at the same what? time. Yeah, 
Yeah. You know the Lethal Weapon ride at Movie World, Susie? Did you ever go on that? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. like where you're... It's a roller coaster where you're hanging upside down or you're hanging off the thing instead of sitting in a chair. Your feet yeah. dangle. Yeah. You hoist yeah. it so above yourself. I'm pretty sure they've... Yeah. Like... Because they changed that ride to the Superman ride or something, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last time I went there, they both existed. Oh, I don't know. Basically, there's one now <laughs> that's... I think it's a Batman one, is it? I think so, from yeah, picture I saw. Anyway, everyone on the whole roller coaster wears a VR headset, and it's it's like um, you remember the old Batman ride where you just got yeah. a, a shaking box and watched a screen. Yep. Imagine that on mm-hmm. a roller coaster where the screen is on a VR headset, so it's all Fuck synced up that. to all the bumps and shit. But <laughs> oh, God. I was I saw the ad for it and I was thinking, "Fuck, man!" Like. When you play a VR game, I know we're going over a little bit here, I'll be quick. When you're playing a VR game with a VR headset, frame rate is the number one thing. Like, if there's bad frame rate, if you get frame rate lag, you will probably hurl, right? Because the whole thing is one-to-one movement. From So where your head moves, the screen moves, right? So that your brain doesn't get confused about what the fuck's going on, right? So every time mm-hmm. I've played a VR game that's had a frame rate issue... Like, you'd be playing it just fine, turn your head to look at, like, a fucking bomb going off or something, something that has a lot of graphical power going into it, and all of a sudden the frame rate stutters, and it makes your fucking stomach twist, because it's as if you're looking through your eyes and the whole world has just lurched. You know what I mean? So, imagine, imagine on a fucking roller coaster if the video was out of sync by, like, one-tenth of a second. Oh, fuck no. Or all of a sudden, at the start of the ride, there was a glitch or something, oh. and you've got, you're fucking, like, pinned down. You can't... You probably can't take the headset off because no, those I things can are pretty you expensive. Can't. Can you fucking imagine that? Holy shit, I cannot... Like, you're just you're throwing up all imagine over your that, Imagine minutes. that. <laughs> fucking theme park rides fuck up all the time, and that's pretty, like... Precise yeah. to have a VR too headset soon. That's um, too soon for comments like that. Yeah. Um, mm. Yes. Oh, um, anyway, that's that's the end of the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, if you're looking for something yeah. to do these holidays, go to fucking Movie World and try out some <laughs> other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Email us at podcast at dropyourgaming.com and tell us <laughs> about your VR ride fucking experience. Yeah. No photos. <laughs> that would be gross. Only I think video. out of all our Game of the Year episodes, this has been the shortest. It didn't go for, for sure. six hours. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Maybe They've always been the longest ones. They have. And I remember like the second one, I think. Maybe, yeah, maybe the second or third. And we nearly listed like 40% of the games that had come out that year. Oh, at That's least, why. man, at least. Yeah. It was it took us two days to record that. <laughs> let's, let's, there's also this game, and then in April, there was this game, and this game, and this game. Yeah, April 2nd, there was this one. Those, and then on the third, yeah. this one. And the last four games we mentioned, none of us played, but I'm sure they were good. <laughs> I think mine ended up being a DLC in the end. <laughs> Went through all the games just to end up listing uh, a DLC. Thank brilliant. you. Sounds about right. Well... Thank you for joining us. Yes, definitely. Uh, we've appreciated uh, the ride. Here's to 2017, not killing as many celebrities. So that would be kind of cool. Yeah. That but, fucking rewrite yeah. episode eight. How, like, God damn it. I mean, mm. I'm sad that Carrie Fisher died because it's a fucking tragedy. But Star Wars, man. That's the biggest. No, they'll just make her the victim like, of twenty sixteen CGI and put it in there and make it look weird like that other dude in the last movie. Oh man, oh man! I fucking let's talked, not get into it. We're I just going to keep going. Shit. I talked some motherfucking <laughs> shit about Rogue One after I saw that movie. Anyway, yeah, I seen that. <laughs> I was. I had emotions. Yes. Anyway, it was an emotional movie, yeah. an emotional train wreck of a movie. Anyway, it was. Um, Thanks again, and please do email us or write us a review or don't, whatever. You know what We're you should pretty do? Talk to us. If all of you tell three of your friends, then we'd have like 15 listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so, For one episode. 
Come yeah. on, dude. We don't have the bandwidth for that kind of shit. <laughs> tell all your friends. <laughs> tell all your friends to listen. We promise we'll be better in 2017. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to stick to the one hour. Oh, we fucked it already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just in case, I'm going to put this out there. Um, we may be working on something, uh, a bit of a new concept for this year. Um, but I'm going to leave it at that for now. And we'll see if it actually comes to fruition because it'd be pretty cool. But we'll see what's going on. Yeah. So, right? so I'm not yeah. gonna not gonna bother getting the two or three people that are listening to this as hopes ups and stuff. <laughs> yes. All right. Peace out to all our friends. Cheers. Catch you later. <laughs> Bye.